Welcome to Earthy, where eco-loving meets adventure living. Here you'll enjoy stories from people living lives based on what they love. If you're sick of depressing news, you're in the right place. Earthy is designed to inspire and teach you about sustainability, earth-friendly lifestyles, travel, and well-being. Your host is an adventure and lifestyle author, Shannon Annette. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Today, I'm super excited to bring to you Amanda Walkins, um, an accidental expat who has landed in the beautiful island uh, Roatan, which is part of a, a bigger country, Honduras, for those of you that don't know. Amanda, thanks for taking some time out of your day in the tropics to speak with us. Thanks so much for having me, Shannon. I'm really excited. I met you sort of virtually through a friend of mine, and um, I was really excited because I actually got to watch you on TV before this Skype interview. So it's a weird order of operations in this digital world we live in, you know, where my friend tells me about you, you know, we write on email, and then I see you on TV. I mean, that's pretty unique, don't you think? <laughs> it definitely is. And, you know, it's, it's been a fun um, journey that, that we've been on, the fact that we got to do that TV episode um, we were on House Hunters International trying to find an apartment here in Roatan, and uh, that was such a cool experience. So it's been fun to be able to show everybody what my life is like here in yeah. a different way because, you know, it's it's nice for them to actually visually see it in real time like that. It's it's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can see that. Uh, how did your trip start? Like, how did this journey begin? I was actually just traveling by myself. I wanted to go backpacking through Honduras and Guatemala, so... Just set off from Boston six weeks, and um, about three days into my trip, I ended up in Rotan, where on my first day, I happened to meet a certain gentleman on the beach, <laughs> and um, within the week, he kind of convinced me to stay. So that was over two years ago at this point. Wow. So a six-week trip turned into two years, and uh, your single status being changed to taken, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all a little unintentional, but clearly worked. Yeah. So what made you decide to stay there? I mean, why, why wasn't an option opened up for you and Jonathan to travel together? What was the situation there? Um, I mean, travel is definitely something that we're both really passionate about. Um, Jonathan came here to actually become a professional scuba diver. So he works here on the island. This is a, a diver's paradise. I and mean, Rotan is well known around the world as, as a scuba diving destination. So um, he started working here just to gain some experience. And we both really love it. I mean, our plan is to, you know, long-term check out other places. But right now, we absolutely love being in Rotan. And, and the island's fantastic. It's such a, a great community. And, I mean, you can't beat the diving here. It's just phenomenal. So yeah. we're both really happy here. Well, great. Um, had you done any diving prior to Roatan? I actually was not a diver. Um, I had done, I had tried it once um, just when I was on a vacation in St. Thomas um, years before coming here, but I was living in the D.C. area after that and diving in the Potomac didn't exactly sound too thrilling. <laughs> no, so no. I didn't pursue it. But I mean, this is kind of a one in Rome scenario. Like you can't live in Roatan and not dive. So Jonathan actually trained me and um, I've been managing a dive shop for a while now, so I guess I'm fully immersed in, in the diving world now. So uh, just over two years ago, could you see yourself living in Roatan, managing a dive shop? I did not see myself doing all of this. No, I, um, you know, I planned on moving abroad and, and going somewhere. I just wasn't sure where. So that six-week trip was, was kind of a a tester for me. I wanted to see if there were any great places that really sucked me in. And, and obviously I, I found one right away. So I lucked out. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I, I didn't foresee the full island life the way that I have it now. And um, I have to say, it suits me pretty well. I really yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Now, I got to I gotta wonder about the pickup line that Jonathan used. You guys are at the beach. You met each other. I mean, how does that work? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I was sitting with a, a friend of his, so he was actually, like, stopping to chat with her. And then mm-hmm. he and I got to chatting, so... You know, it's just one of those moments that it just kind of clicks and, and seems right. So, um, you know, within a couple of days, we, we spent more time together and somehow, I don't know, I, it wasn't even a conversation. I just decided I wasn't going to go and I guess he decided he wanted me to stay. So that was that. <laughs> we didn't really even talk about it. It just, it just happened. <laughs> so, you know, you've, you've adjusted to the island life. Now, coming from Boston, what have been your biggest challenges to acclimating in Roatan? Um, for me, making this adjustment really hasn't been difficult at all. Um, I grew up in the Boston area. I never liked winter. So, you know, trying to find warmer climates was definitely uh, a goal of mine. So it's not like I miss any of that. Um, the, the biggest challenge not being in that area though, is not being around family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially around holidays, it can be hard, but the cool thing about a place like Roatan and like so many other, you know, popular places nowadays, there there's already a well-established expat community. So you're not alone, you know, you never feel like isolated from your culture, really. It's, it's such a small world now. You can access everything online. You can talk to people on Skype and on FaceTime all the time. Um, so it's not like you're not connected at all, mm-hmm. but it is still hard not being there sometimes. So I, I can understand that being a challenge. Um, but otherwise, I mean, fitting into the everyday life here, it's so easy. I mean, it's, you know, it's already kind of a, a well-paved path for, for most expats. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are, of course, little glitches along the way. Anytime you're, you're living on an island, you, you can get those, those little road bumps. Um, but for the most part, it's pretty easy living. Sure. Sure. Now, how about getting things done? Do you ever get frustrated or are you generally a, a patient person? Um, I find that my patience has had to increase here. Um, I, I definitely had a good level ahead of moving here, but living on an island, you are required to develop more patience. That's just a fact of life. If you don't, it's just going to beat you down because things happen so much more slowly. Nobody's in a rush. You know, when somebody says they'll come and fix your car tomorrow, they might come next week. It's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing, you know, and you just get used to that. And if you can't, then obviously this isn't the lifestyle for you. But mm-hmm. for most people, especially coming from the States where it's such a, a hurried and, and frenetic pace all the time, it's really nice to be able to sit and reflect and just realize that it's not that important to rush all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to make the time go by faster or slower just by trying to jam more things into it, you know, you're just not enjoying those things when you do that. So, mm-hmm. um, I think everybody who has moved here understood that from the beginning. And if they've stayed, then they've developed even greater patience and, and understanding, which is, you know, a great characteristic, a lifelong, a lifelong thing. So can't beat that. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you doing as far as earning an income abroad? How are you managing that? I I have been working with the dive shop for a while. Um, I'm actually cutting back to part-time there and um, kind of passing over those responsibilities to the local staff that we have running the, the shop for the most part. So on top of that, I've been doing a lot of freelance writing. So I have a blog 
um, that I've had since the beginning of this whole journey. And, you know, originally it was just supposed to be kind of updating my family and friends on where I was. Mm -hmm. And it's really turned into um, an expat blog at this point. And, you know, people ask me questions on how to move here and and where to look and who to contact. And Mm -hmm. it's nice to have that insider information. So from that, I've actually gotten some other cool opportunities. I've written for International Living Magazine for the Huffington Post, Mm -hmm. um, managed to get the House Hunters International, you know, show out of that as well. One of the producers contacted me there. So it's been fun. I've, I've gotten a lot of opportunities out of that and hoping to still continue building those as well. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Uh, what's the URL of your blog? It's www.awalkontherun. So play on my full name. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> dot com, I assume. Yeah, dot com. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Have you had any trouble, um, you know, communicating whether you're at work or getting your, you know, um, life needs met because of the, the language barrier? Uh, you know, are you proficient in Spanish? Um, I am actually. Um, I spent about six months living in Ecuador a few years ago. Um, so I, I came here with Spanish, but I will say you don't really need it on this island. Um, mm-hmm. Rotan is, is part of the Bay Islands and the Bay Islands um, are predominantly English speaking. So it is helpful. I won't deny that because the national language is still Spanish. So you know, all the kids that go to public school are learning Spanish in school. Um, you know, a lot of their written stuff is going to be in Spanish. And you do have a, a lot of people from the mainland who have moved out here, especially to supplement the tourism industry mm-hmm. um, and the hospitality industry. So it is beneficial, but not necessary. I'm glad I have it, especially running a business. I found right. that it was very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. It opened up a lot more news, you know, to contact different people. Sure. But I, you can definitely get by without it. You know, you pick up the little basics anyways, and it makes it fun to learn a few words here and there. I didn't realize you had spent some time in Ecuador. What part did you live in? Um, I was actually going to university three days a week in Quito, and -hmm. then I was um, living the rest of the week up in Otavalo, about Mm -hmm. two hours north. I love Otavalo. And I was teaching uh, Mm -hmm. ESL. It's my I absolutely loved living there. It was so beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. I love Cotacachi. That's probably my favorite spot in Ecuador so far. I haven't explored every corner yet, but I hope to. How would you compare living in Ecuador yeah. to living in um, Roatan? Um, different in that when I was living in Ecuador, I was living in, in the Andes and the mountains. Mm-hmm. I did go out to the coast um, and did, you know, the whole Ruta del Sol and, right. you know, traveled around there and stuff in Ecuador. But um, that's more closely connected to what I have here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the mountains, you know, the, the small villages and everything up through the Andes, it's such a, a warm and welcoming community, mm-hmm. and you definitely find that here as well, but um, I feel like when you're up in the mountains, you, people felt a little bit more reliant upon each other, so it was just a tighter-knit community as well. Right. Um, so it, it was really neat. I really enjoyed living there. I mm-hmm. would love to get back. I just haven't, haven't made it that far south yet, but no. <laughs> clearly that's the direction I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of your direction, uh, where do you guys see yourself in, in a year or two from now? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. We we took a trip and we were visiting family for about two months. So we were off island and um, kept talking about you know different places we might want to go. The biggest obstacle that we have is that Jonathan is Irish and I'm American, so mm-hmm. we have two different passports. Mm-hmm. So trying to find places where we can both easily live and work and stay long term, uh-huh. um, we're we're a little bit limited on that. So. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, some places that we've considered we were looking at um the abcs especially bonaire 
Uh-huh. Um, it's supposed to be great diving. And we have a couple friends that have gone through there or stayed there. And legally, it's a pretty good setup in order to get your residency as a foreigner and mm-hmm. to get a work permit. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's consideration. But I don't know. We may stay in Rotan longer. We haven't really decided. We're just going to kind of play it by ear and, and see where the wind takes us. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Roll with the flow. Wait, hey, the wind in your area can be quite quite intense at times, right? It can, yeah. We're actually in rainy season right now, so we've had some, some good storms coming through. But as locals, like, you know, if you're living here, that's a, a nice relief from some of the heat and humidity. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate if you're on vacation only here for a week and it rains the whole time. I feel so bad for those people. I know. I know. When I lived in Costa Rica, we kind of had the same thing. You know, we love the rain. It's like a free AC, you know, and we get to see all everything get green and run around in it. You don't get cold because it's still so hot. And then tourists are like, oh, I can't do anything. And you're like, yeah, it's it's an interesting, um, you know, observation. You know, when I run outside excited and they're like upset, I'm like, sorry, but this is really neat for me. (laughs) Exactly. We relish in it. Sure. It's not quite the same if you're only there for a couple of days. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Well, um, it sounds like you guys have an exciting, you know, journey and path, and I'm 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 anxious to see where you go. And I've read um, a couple of your articles you've written so far. You're very gifted writers, and I'm just really excited to see where you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. There are a lot of opportunities that are open to both of us now, so um, mm-hmm. we'll see where they take us, but. It's nice that we have the flexibility to really go anywhere and do anything. You know, we don't have anything tying us down anywhere in particular. So um, we're really looking forward to, to see what comes up next. Yeah, you know, I did a podcast on what to ditch and what to keep. And uh, tr- basically, I gave people a pep talk on how to downsize and that it's really going to be okay. Um, and yeah. I'm curious as to your situation. You said you don't have any tie downs. What did you do managing your stuff in this whole process? Um, it was actually fairly simple for me. I, when I came down here backpacking originally, I had already, um, moved out of Washington DC where I'd been working for a little while. So, you know, I had been renting an apartment there. I sold my furniture and that was it. I had already quit my job. Um, you know, didn't have a car. So I I didn't have anything tying me back to the States. Mm -hmm. So when I did meet Jonathan, it was easy for me to take that opportunity and stay, you know, I didn't have to worry about anything holding me back. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on top of it coming here, you know, I was just backpacking. So I really, I had a bag of clothes and that was about it. We managed to find an apartment that was fully furnished here. We don't have anything that we've really bought. Um, you know, we bought a scooter and, and a boat just so we can go out and snorkel and stuff. But mm-hmm. those are things that we can sell if we were going to leave here quite right. easily. But most apartments here are fully furnished because that is the nature of the market. There are so many people coming and going all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made it really simple for us. I mean, especially starting a new relationship, we weren't about to like go buy furniture together and, <laughs> and right. all that. That was a bit much. Right, right. Well, you're certainly a kindred spirit. Um, I'm the same way. I loved having um, my entire belongings. I can put it on my back and I don't even have to check a bag. You know, we're good to go. I'm moved. <laughs> you know, uh, passport stamp, good to go. Yeah, I love it. You're from the U.S. or Canada and you're used to your belongings kind of as a, that work as a status symbol for you. Yeah, so it's, it's nice. It's almost a way of identifying yourself. Right, right. It's nice to hear other people, you know, that can um, articulate that that value, you know, not have, not being tied down like that. That, it's hard to put a dollar amount. What, what is that worth? Well, it's worth these adventures. It's worth what your life is right now, you know? And it's it's not for everyone, but it's certainly one heck of an adventure, is it not? Right. It definitely is. And you can tell when you talk to people, you know, back at home, 
it, there's that, that tinge of jealousy or, or envy when, you know, I talk about where I'm living and what I'm doing and my ability to just, to just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I often remind people, you can do it too. You don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to be in that job. You don't, you know, you're not forced to do that. Mm-hmm. You have the option to go. You just have to decide what you really want. And if you really want to go, it's very simple, you know, just take the step and, and do it. And I, I, I'm so glad that you're encouraging people to do that too, because I think mm-hmm. more people need those reminders. Right, right. Your life is a choice. Your path is a choice. And not making a decision is also a choice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm very passionate about it. I don't believe our lifestyle is for everyone, but I believe that there's so many people out there that are stuck just in, uh, you know, making motions, you know, living and surviving, but they're not thriving. They're not actually, they don't believe their goals are possible. They don't believe the lifestyle they want is possible. And it is so, especially in today's technology, it is so doable. And um, I just, that's my goal, you know, with all this is to, is to teach people um, that an affordable life on the road or in another country that better suits them, you know, is definitely reachable and possible. I think that's fantastic. And I, I hope that, that people really listen and, and understand that, um, you know, they can do whatever they want. You know, they don't, you don't have to be there. You know, you don't have to be anywhere. Right. It's all a choice. I agree with you. Now, Amanda, what would you, what advice would you give as a person with sandals on the ground in tropical Roatan? If, if there was someone interested in joining you over there, what advice would you give for them? What advice? I think my main piece of advice for anyone thinking of moving to any island, really, um, but especially one in a a developing nation, is like we were discussing earlier, it's patience. You know, we see people move here with this grand plan of, you know, starting a a hip new restaurant or this fancy new hotel or whatever. There are there are speed bumps, you know, that you have to understand are going to come up in any business. But on an island, especially in a developing country, they're infinitely more frequent. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're going to hit those all the time. So if you can't develop that patience, you're just going to be banging your head against the wall. So if you don't have that, you need to understand that about yourself. If you have that patience and you, you know, want to just live a a laid back and enjoyable lifestyle, this is absolute paradise. So you need to understand who you are and what you really want first before making that kind of leap. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. And it's been great talking to you. And I hope that you guys don't have too many uh, tropical storms that take out your electricity and whatnot. Thanks so much. It was great talking to you, Shannon. Well, that's going to do it for us this time. I hope you had fun and were inspired. If you know of anyone who would make a great guest on Earthy, please reach out to us at adventure-guru.org. Well, we'll see you next time. Until then, find something cool and new to do outside near you.